Oh, hey. Didn't see you there. Welcome to the last episode of the Gig 2 podcast. I guess it's not really a podcast if it's just me. Usually a podcast is like, you know, me and Hannibal or me and whoever I'm interviewing. It's usually two people. So, anybody watching? Can you hear me? I forgot to do a mic check. Let me know if you can hear me. I see people saying hi. I assume if you couldn't hear me, you'd probably be like, I can't hear you. I'm wearing the I'm wearing the outfit from the the thumbnail of that picture was taken a year ago. <laughs> Grub Warp's literally the only podcast to listen to at work. Well, you should listen to Rideshare Rodeo. That's a good one. A uh, gig economy podcast. That's a good one. Harry Campbell, rideshare guy. He's got a podcast, although it's mostly his show's more about like talking to like other like industry insiders. Grinding DoorDash with Levi says hi, Eric. All right, you can hear me. Okay, good. What do you say? When are you doing a gigatory? I need a. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe I'll do that at the end of the year. That's something I had thought about doing. So actually, before I get to that, so. How many people are watching? Or well, I'm sure a lot of people are going to watch this on the replay tomorrow. So you're probably wondering, move my camera so I can. I'm like, I want it so that it looks like I'm looking right into the camera because so I'm looking to the side. You can see the uh, the green wall over there. There we go. Okay, so now it looks like I'm looking right into the camera. By the way. This beer I'm drinking. This is really good. This is liquid vinyl black IPA from uh, Broken Strings Brewery. They're out of Claremont, Florida. I haven't been there in a while. Actually, it's one. Eh, that's a long story. I'm not going to tell you guys this, but uh, yeah. So. Uh, 7% ABV, what does that say? 70 IBUs? Hybrid style beer combining an American IPA with a stout. The chocolate and coffee notes derived from the roasted malts ran out the copious amounts of hops <clears throat> added late in the boil from dry hopping. The perfect beer to sit down and enjoy while listening to your record. Oh, there is a, a canning date on here. January 21st. Well, yeah, so it's like six months old, but it's still pretty hoppy. Yeah, it's a, a little, um, not burnt, but like um, a, um, astringent. Sid says, hello, hey. Andrew, never see black IPAs. Is it? Yeah, I remember they were all the rage like 10, 10 years ago. I, I, I homebrewed one, and uh, it did pretty well in a homebrew. Labor of your career in cybersecurity. Yeah, that's my uh, cybersecurity diploma right there. Um, does a six-point still make a... Diesel, that was their black IPA. So anyway, the whole point of this show, if you're still watching or listening after all that, so I know we're almost four minutes into it. All right, so I am announcing my retirement from GigTube. Um, you know, I started doing this channel. Well, <laughs> this channel, I started in like 2000, well, technically 2005. And... Um, so then like in around in just the first few years, it was just random 
like a few random videos like from my navy days and um then in 2008 i started doing beer reviews on this channel and um then i once i got monetized actually made partner on this channel uh that was back in like 2010 or 11 like when making partner was like a real big deal they didn't just let anybody i mean you were called a partner like it wasn't just your channels monetized and like a partner was like somebody who was like a big deal at the time. Like remember like Fred or Ray William Johnson, Smosh, Shaytards, Community Channel, people like that. But I mean, you could still get monet. You could still get make partner if you just had a, like a consistent, you know, uh, upload consistency and enough viewers and and things like and get enough views and stuff like that, enough subscribers. I don't. They didn't say what the. Uh, the magic number was to uh, get monetized back then. I mean, now today it's you have to have a minimum of a thousand subscribers. I think it's four thousand hours of watch time or something. So, um, yeah, basically you have to have a really solid following to get monetized these days. Anyway, so you know, I started doing Chad's beer reviews, and then once the, it's funny, once the channel got monetized, I started a second channel called YouTube.com/slash Chad's Beer Reviews with the Z, which is still there today. Which I still occasionally post uh, video or beer reviews to. Once in a while, it has to be like really special beer. So, or if I'm just really bored. Um, yeah, so check out if you can't get enough of me, youtube.com slash Chad's Reviews. I have a link in the description of all my videos. So, um, yeah, check that out if you want to see what my thoughts are on beer. Anyway, so then, like, in when I, uh, you know, I did IT for like 10 years and I moved to Florida, I worked for Publix for two years and then I got recruited for Microsoft, which I still have the lanyard right here. Um, which is on the other side of town and actually delivered there once. Uh, I think it was like 2019. I think it was definitely not. Was it? I can't remember. It was pre, I think it was like when COVID first hit. So probably like two years ago. Um, Grub Warp. I love your top worst video. Yeah. Those are pretty fun. Um, yeah. So anyway, I think I, and yeah, in the summer of 2020, I think I made a delivery to the building I used to work in and I actually mentioned it and uh, I'd have to go find that video. I forget which one it is. It's one of the ride-alongs. So anyway, um, yeah, so, uh, you know, I quit my, I got recruited for this job for Microsoft in 2018. Um, and I was only there for like three or four months. I just hated it. It was so boring. It was really, really ironic though because it was the highest paying job I ever had. And I had been doing Uber and Lyft on the weekends back when I lived in Lakeland, back when I worked for Publix. I used to do Uber and Lyft on the weekends, like just for kicks. I didn't really need the money. And then, uh, so I quit my job and I was like, all right, I'm just going to do Uber and Lyft till I find something else. And then I was having so much fun with that. And then I also, you know, I started going on, you know, like I found Harry Campbell, the ride chair guy, found, um, you know, other gig tubers at the time. There weren't too many of them back then. I mean, this is like I say back then. I mean, I only talk about like all the way back to 2018. That was only four years ago. Um, I don't know who else was around back then. Um, you know, mostly like on uh, getting more information from like Facebook groups and stuff like that. And, um, you know, I found out about DoorDash and Uber Eats launched at that time. So I started doing and, and Instacart. Um, so once I started doing Instacart, I was like, oh, wow, you know, like I can actually make a living doing this. And like there was nobody else making Instacart videos back then. So I was like, let me uh, 
Um, I'm going to make training videos to show how to do Instacart right. And uh, actually, all if you go to this video and you go, if you go to this channel and sort the videos by most popular, you'll see like all the most popular ones are all my Instacart walkthroughs, except for the, uh, the, <laughs> the dash cam video. It's called a very sexy, scandalous Uber ride. Um, yeah, so... Um, I started doing Instacart and, you know, but I just get like to sit down and like to, those, those Instacart walkthrough videos, those training videos, as I call them, they're like, I'm not just like sitting, you know, here at the camera, just like extemporaneously. Like I had to sit down and write out a script and I would actually have like a, like essentially a teleprompter where I have the word document, like right here in front of the camera. So, and if you watch it, I mean, I'm not like the world's best, you know, Reader, you'll see my eyes go back and forth, and then you do this, and then you do that. <laughs> Leo wants to say hi? Of course. No, I'm wearing a black shirt, dude. You're going to get cat hair all over me. So Tim Kelly says, uh, is just the YouTube channel ending or the podcast too? No, just the... Basically, the podcast, uh, you could say... Um, you know, so I was I was getting I was getting to that. So you know, I had done those uh, Instacart videos, and then COVID hit, and because I did those Instacart videos, which are still there, I did those in 2019, and you know, the the app changes so quickly. You know, um, I, I so like in 2020, like you know, I got the uh, unemployment or whatever the PUA for like two three months. And I was like, I got all this free time now. I should just sit down and like remake all those videos. And I just never got around to it. I was just like, because I thought like, and actually I, I, I will say I tried. I sat here and started writing out some scripts and I just like get bored and like, I don't want to do this, you know? And uh, there's like, there's a ton of other scripted videos. I never, I never got around to making like in the description box of every single video is a link to all the uh, receipt rebate apps like CoinOut, Fetch, uh, receipt, uh, pal, shopkick, all that stuff. And I was like, I'm going to make a video, you know, like reviewing all of these, or maybe, maybe I'll do one video per app or, you know, something like that. I just, again, I just never got around to it. I started on it. I just never got around to it because I get so frustrated, like trying to do anything scripted. And then, uh, I thought about doing the podcast because like, no, again, nobody else was doing it at the time. I mean, well, Steve Johnson, he had been doing his right chair rodeo podcast, but only as an audio thing. And I was like, there's definitely, there's a huge hole here for a YouTube, um, gig news content. Cause like, I mean, the right chair guy channel, he doesn't really talk about gig economy as a whole news, just like only something that's like, you know, cause he's the ride chair guy. So he just, if it's something from Uber or Lyft, they'll talk about it. Um, but, uh, like nobody was doing like a rundown of like all the news happening across the entire, cause like I wanted to talk about not just Uber and Lyft, but you know, Instacart, DoorDash, Grubhub, Uber Eats, TaskRabbit, and then all these up and coming new apps like Deliver That, Dispatch, Roadie, um, Amazon Flex, obviously just whatever was happening in the news. And then of course, all there's, you know, plenty of those viral videos, like about drivers confronting, uh, you know, tip baiters and you know cheapskate um or like just straight up lying customers like um 
remember the the Jordash girl that confronted the girl about like she worked like in CVS or something. She actually like filmed herself yelling at this girl because she uh, took the tip back or said she, or gave her one star or something. Like, I forget exactly what happened. And then you know like so like on the Daily Dot and uh, like Newsweek, like they're pretty good about covering like these you know viral videos and stuff about happening to uh, to gig workers. And um, so like two years ago, or no, a year ago, a year ago, um, I had interviewed Hannibal for the first time and we got along so great. And we started chatting, you know, like it's funny, like after that video ended, we start we talked for probably another hour. Same thing with Pedro. When I interviewed Pedro, um, the, 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 the show ended, but we, him and I kept talking for like another hour, maybe like 90 minutes or two hours. And um, yeah, so. I was like, you know, I this is so much fun and easy, like to just do a live stream and just talk. And then, I mean, it's actually a lot of work because um, I have to, what I said. What I do is, or what I did is, well, I still do it. But um, and there's Google Alerts, which anybody can set up for anything. You just you go. To, I think it's alerts.google.com, and you just type in whatever subject you want to get updates about. It could be yourself. It could be you know, you could do like Star Wars or you know whatever like something pop culture or super niche or whatever and i would just create a google alert for amazon flex instacart you know all the all the apps and you have to learn how to finesse them because they only show you you get an email every day and they just show like the top three results and like you can go into the actual alerts um dashboard and like it'll show you everything and you have to learn the certain like you have to take out certain words because like so many of the alerts are for uh uh like these like kind of clickbaity investment websites and stuff. It'll all say like, you know, free PDF or uh, top players and stuff like that. Which is such bullshit because like one of the ones I see like every day, it'll say, you know, delivery market expected to grow exponentially by 2028 or something. I'm like, uh, well, maybe, well, maybe, but, um, Hey, Tony, the Drew dad's here. What's up, man? So, you know, so I wanted to do the gig two podcast and I changed the name of the channel because it was originally, well, it had gone through a few phases. I call myself Chad, the gig economist, but that's just like way too long. And like, I, I, you know, I will take credit for coining the word gig tube. And actually it's funny because it actually goes back to my beer review days because there was a whole community of other beer reviewers and beer bloggers. And like, it's like basically people like me that were just sitting in front of the camera and do beer reviews. But then there's also people that would like do brewery tours and there's people that would do home brewing, you know, how to's and, and tips and tricks and stuff like that. Basically all like the amateur stuff. It was nothing like from on the professional level of like the breweries. Although there were a few shows that were like professionally produced. So anyway, one of the people came up with the term beer tube to talk about, you know, to, to describe like, you know, people on YouTube talk about beer. So when I came up with GigTube, I, I was totally inspired by that. Um, so I was like, you know, GigTube is a good uh, word. It's a good catchphrase because it's, you know, gig workers on YouTube, GigTube. It's also only eight characters. And I was like, oh, I wish I'd come up with this, you know, in 2018 when I changed the channel. Because like I, because, uh, you know, like I was saying, like, you know, I did beer reviews and then for years, I did um, like a lot of like comic reviews and cartoon reviews. And I had like just random like videos I made when I was in the Navy. And uh, 
just you know just random like i was trying to be like uh not like the nostalgia critic but like one of the people that would like contribute to his channel you know so i was just, like doing stuff like that i reviewed every single episode of the batman 66 show the adam west show so which was essentially a podcast i guess you could say i just didn't do it on an audio podcatcher um reviewed every single episode of the batman the animated series um <clears throat> things like that then when i changed this channel over to gig content i took all those videos down i, mean, I still have them saved on my computer i actually thought about starting another channel to upload them just to see like maybe if they would catch a new audience but i i highly doubt i'll do that so uh candy olsen said did you outlast the instacart bots um i guess um i mean i still do instacart in fact, i did a couple today bring on this you did a you do a great job of keeping givers up to date with the current yeah the problem is only like a hundred of you care <laughs> that's the problem so i thought for sure like this would catch on because me and hannibal were at, back in 2021 were the only people doing it except for i mean i guess you could say jason Terry at the gig economy podcast he has a uh semi no bi-weekly every other week he has a show called it's just called the gig economy podcast and it's basically a run of like the biggest news of the week but it's also the viral posts and stuff so the gig economy podcast like you know how like on 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 this show on the gig two podcast like we do like the serious hard news first then we save the the daily dots you know and all the viral videos and stuff like that we save that for the end well the gig economy podcast that's basically it's kind of the opposite where they're more about like the viral posts and stuff and then whatever like is the big news of that's of the time that they talk about you know and then you know steve at ride rodeo he, he's kind of like my channel or my podcast you know where he kind of like will interview somebody uh you know like on thursday and then he'll have um you know and then yeah so like he'll interview somebody like usually like on tuesday and then on thursday he has like the round table i mean his his uh show has undergone a few uh overhauls or whatever but you know it's very similar he but he in actually and he started doing like a gig news and 13 minutes thing uh last month or two or a few months um i noticed like he missed a bunch of stories that we would cover or he covered something that i didn't i didn't notice so um yeah i just thought like you know there would be an audience for people especially gig workers who want to know what was happening like in the industry and there really isn't i mean you guys watching now either live now or on the replay or you're listening on the audio podcast like you know i really appreciate you the problem is like you know you're such a niche audience it's great but i need more than you know a cult following literally of like a cult following you know um it's just it's not enough to you know get the youtube algorithm to like me um that's something i'm convinced of is when i started switching the show or this whole channel over to like you know podcasts doing the interviews you know and doing the gig news roundup show uh the audience like really didn't respond you know it's it's nice that i'm coming up on just i'm up i'm coming up on fifteen thousand uh subscribers but uh you know most of those people well, a lot of them were here from back in the beer review days. They just never unsubscribed or people, you know, like they, they come here, they find, you know, a bunch of my old Instacart videos from 2019 
and they hit subscribe because they're like, hey, why not? I want to see what else this guy does. And then they probably are like, he's just doing news roundups. I don't care about that. I mean, I'm nice. I'm glad that they didn't, you know, unsubscribe. I'm just kind of disappointed that like nobody except for a hand, a select hand, you know, select few of uh, gig, just gig workers overall care about what's happening with the with the industry. Sid said, you might need a new channel. Algorithm is not your favorite since it's a little. No, it's not the, it's not the age has nothing to do with it. It's the content. Um, You know, I could, I could completely reband. I could like delete all the videos and like have like some hot girl on here in a bikini start doing, you know, yoga or something and rebrand it, you know, hot girl yoga. And then, you know, <laughs> the views would take off. I guarantee you. Or, um, you know, I could just sit on here and play Minecraft all day or something or, you know, whatever, you know, that, that kind of stuff sells, you know, it's, but so yeah, I haven't even noticed this on, you know, like Hannibal's channel, not that I, 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 I'm not trying to criticize him, but, you know, I actually think Hannibal is one of the best gig tubers out there, like top five, like right now and all time. He makes like really well-produced videos, you know, really uh, relevant, you know, really topical um, and it really disappoints me that, you know, his views, like a lot of the videos will get less than a thousand views. It's, it's really disappointing. I'm like, man, he's like putting a lot of effort into these videos and like, you know, like they are like topical. Some of them are topical. Some of them are like evergreen. And, uh, I mean, he definitely gets more views than I do, but he should be, there's like several digits missing from those view counts. So it kind of disappoints me when, you know, I see his videos get like, you know, four or 500 views. I mean, that's, I mean, that's great, but um, it's be 4,000, 5,000 views. In fact, let me, uh, let me bring his up here. So I used to subscribe to like every single gig tuber that I could find. I used to subscribe to like, like over 200, 250 channels, something like that. And uh, I went through lately and I just like unsubscribed to everybody. Like I never actually watched. They just kind of show up in the uh in the queue all right so this is all right so i'm looking at hannibal's channel on my phone i'm oh, sorry you can't he did a short three days ago it's got 507 views that's good four days ago he's got a short 2.3 thousand views that's really good and then the video before that 172 views and then uh can doordash survive the recession 559 see that's a Again, like there's a, at least a digit or two missing from that view count. Something about Elon Musk 247, Seattle New Law. Yeah, like this this stinks. I don't know. He, he makes great thumbnails too. <clears throat> I don't, I it's just, I think it's just the algorithm. Just, I think it's the algorithm, but it's also the audience. Is that the gig to, you know, gig tube audience as far as I can tell is they want the same damn ride along video every day. There's people whose entire channels are dedicated to that. Uh, basically it could be anywhere from five to seven days a week of ride alongs. And it's so, I'm sorry, it's so boring. It's so boring for me. I don't, I don't get the appeal. Like ride along should be, you know, once in a while, a special occasion thing, like having like steak or it's like, you know, um, 
Or like Thanksgiving dinner. Like, I mean, thanks, like Thanksgiving would be really boring if you had Thanksgiving every day or even three times a week. You know, something like that, you know, I think it should be a special occasion. Uh, I remember uh, watching, I, I don't know who started the whole ride-along, especially a daily ride-along thing. Um, but, uh, I mean, it's a fairly new phenomenon. Probably goes back to, like, right before COVID. I, I used to do ride-alongs every, you know, like, maybe twice a month or once a month or so. And, like, they, they're very tedious. And there's so many times where I was filming ride-alongs and then I, at the end of the day, I realized like nothing exciting happened or so like all that time I had spent filming and it's funny. Cause like, you know, like I'm talking to the uh, camera and the car, my dash cam and everything. Um, uh, and I just realized like, man, I was just talking to myself, talking to the camera and I didn't even end up using any of that footage. So uh, Megan and Nugs make great. Yeah. Well, I think Nugs does. Uh, Megan, I'm kind of, I'm kind of over. Like hers are pretty much all the same. Nugs at least changes it up a lot. Uh, Pedro too. Yeah, I mean Pedro does ride-alongs, but he also he tries to like kind of teach at the same time. And also right, Pedro, Pedro, what turns me off? Not that I don't like him, I do like him. Um, I don't really watch his videos that much because I see the long run times on there, like 30, 40 minutes. I noticed lately he seems to be cutting back to like 10. 15 20 minutes and if it's under 20 minutes i will definitely watch because i can just watch it 2x speed but any any gig tuber video that's over 20 minutes unless it's like you know like a like this like a podcast and actually and if it is a podcast uh, i'm definitely not gonna watch that's why i was saying like um put um anybody who does a a podcast live stream you know like pedro and hannibal's show actually they have it as an audio podcast i don't watch it on youtube i listen to it on my phone when I'm driving around UDM UDM is basically the, the pioneer of like gig tubers podcasting, I guess you could say, at least on YouTube. Cause he does those, or he used to do those live streams like every, almost every morning. You know, I haven't really watched this channel in a while. He seems like he, uh, uh, cut back on content, but, uh, I was always saying in the comments, I'm like, make this, you know, make these live streams. Cause they're, an hour, you know, some 90 minutes, um, make them available as an audio podcast. Cause I'm not going to sit in front of the computer or sit in front of the TV for an hour to two hours. Even if you watch at two X speed, I mean, it's still like a half hour to 45 minutes or an hour. Um, yeah. UDM hasn't really put out content that much lately. Seems to be doing a lot of deliver that lately. Um, yeah. So even his videos, his, uh, the views seem to have fallen off. I'm looking at a lot of his late, you know, a couple of videos broke a thousand, but the last, you know, 20 or so, um, you know, getting close to a thousand views. I always thought UDM, it was one of the most underrated gig tubers, but I think it was because his format, you know, back when I interviewed, I bet interviewed him in 2020, like right when COVID broke out. And um, I think he only like 5,000 subs at the time. I was like, man, this guy should have, you know, 10, 20,000. Like, it's really interesting to watch, but also at the same time, again, like he's making like a video podcast, but not making it available as audio. Now he does make some of his, some of his shows as an audio podcast. And I think it's only on Spotify. It's called gig app life. Let's see. But yeah, so he hasn't, he hasn't released anything since April 27th. 
this is this is what he should be doing. I don't know if UDM's watching or somebody you know can you know show this video to him, but like all the all those live streams that he's been doing, I, mean, I guess he doesn't really do them anymore. I don't know what's going on with them. Um, that's that's also I mean that's kind of my fault too. It's like I also well I used to subscribe to like over two hundred gig tubers just to see like what was happening, but I know it's like it's basically there's like just a handful of types of channels. It's basically the Ride along every goddamn day channel like Mushimu, Kim Side Money Plans, a ton of guys out in LA. Um, then there's like the the kind of clickbait, um, sort of training channels like More Finance, Your Driver Mike, um, people like that. Um, you know, it's and I just like I've kind of like come to you know, I'd be like, you know. Sorry, I'm getting so flustered, folks. Like, this is why, like, when I I was going to make this video, I was going to sit down and write it out, but it would take me, like, hours because I would, you know, get flustered like this and i get off topic. And then, you know, so, like, like what I'm doing right now. AC from my chair rodeos here. Nugs is crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah, Nugs is, Nugs is a skilled, you know, uh, video maker. Um, it, it's funny, like he made a video a week or two ago, like I'm not, like I'm not making DoorDash videos anymore. And then like the next day, Blake Moore made like essentially the same video. And that, that cracked, I was watching that video in that video. He said, I'm literally showing you guys the same tips and tricks every time. And I'm like, yes, thank you for admitting it. I think like Blake Moore and your driver, Mike are probably the worst at that they've basically clickbaited themselves to the tops they basically regurgitate the same tips and tricks over and over again just with new thumbnails and, I, and I, they basically tell their audience what they want to hear or like really easy really easy answers uh i've i'm absolutely floored that your driver mike has gotten as, as huge of an audience as he has last time i checked he had like 80,000 subs. So he has more subs than nugs. Are you still keeping the audio podcast going? No, this is, this is the last episode of the video and the audio podcast. I will make this available as an audio podcast for anybody that, you know, like, like I was saying before, they don't want to sit here and watch for an hour or two hours or how long we go. Actually, I will try to keep this under an hour. Um, but actually that's another thing is, um, like, uh, the ride share guy, um, uh, Chris uh, and um, what's his name? Sergio. They started doing a podcast uh, once a week, show me the money or whatever. And they go like, you know, an hour, 90 minutes, two hours. And I'm like, make that available as an audio podcast. And a lot of people like even, um, you know, people say like, you know, oh, you can get the YouTube premium and play it on your phone. And it'll run in the background as if it was an audio podcast, which is true. The problem is uh, your phone doesn't know that it's audio. It's still downloading all that data as if it was a video. But if you make it available as an audio podcast, I can download a very, very small, relatively small file in what, a minute, maybe less. Um, it, but, you know, streaming, streaming a YouTube video, even if it's just a blank screen, but with audio coming, um, you know, YouTube doesn't know the difference. So it's just takes a lot more data and it just, you know, lags and stutters and everything. So, um, if you're going to make a really long YouTube show, you know, if it's not a movie or something, you know, like 
you know, like obviously this channel isn't like Mr. Beast or anything like that, but you know, if it's just a people talking and you know, it's not music, it's not a scripted thing. Um, just make it available to audio podcasts. There are so many free audio uh, podcast makers out there. I use red circle and you know, like there's um, what's that one Tanner used uh, anchor FM or whatever. Just there's tons of free ones out there. So um there's it's really and it's really easy to do too like i can and especially and here i use a uh, stream for my video live stream and as soon as i hit end broadcast and i go you know and i exit out of the studio studio um i can download the video immediately and then i can download the audio and it takes like i don't know three or four minutes and it will save it as an mp3 file somebody wants attention <laughs> Audio podcast sounds way better too. Yeah, you know it's it's funny because Steve uh, was telling me about some uh, I forget the name of the site, but they you just upload your uh, podcast MP3 and it'll clean it up for you. I honestly could not tell a difference, and I was paying like twenty four bucks a month for that last year. Um, so I, I I think it's kind of a waste of uh, uh, money to uh, you know super remaster an audio podcast unless. Unless there was like some major, major flaw in it when you were recording. Eric says, I stopped watching many of them. Yeah, let me let, let me let me know in the chat or in the comments if you're watching on the replay. What GeekTubers have you stopped watching that you used to watch? Um I mean, like I said, I used to subscribe to like 200 something channels and I cut it down to it's like probably 20. So actually I can tell you, you know, I'll go through, I'll tell you who I subscribe to. And if it's not in this list, you know I don't watch them. So let's Let's go through the list. All right. Let's see. Aphid Cart. He's kind of in the, you know, um, and in fact, I'll review every GigTuber as I'm talking about him. So Aphid Cart is kind of in that the Mushi Moo genre. The, the, I think Mushi Moo single-handedly invented this genre of the title and the thumbnail makes it look like it's some kind of op-ed or like a training video, like DoorDash is doing this or you instacart is doing this but then it's just it's a the whole thing is just a ordinary ride-along video and at some point in the video that's where they have like their little monologue talking to the camera um and that's where they get the title from and it's 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 definitely clickbaity um you know i mean at least they at least deliver on what they're talking about but again uh i don't i don't really watch i don't watch mushimu because for a while there a lot of his videos were like 25 to 45 minutes and I'm not, I'm not watching a ride along video. That's that long. I'm sorry. I'm not doing it. Especially when I know that 90% of your ride along videos are 90% the same 90% of the time. I'm not watching your, your channel for that extra 10% of difference. So anyways, getting back to the list, I was here's the gig tubers. I actually subscribe to a fit uh, Atlanta delivers, you know, she, I, again, she does pretty much all ride alongs. She's cute. She, you know, she's been on this, uh, the interview show. Um, it's interesting. She's interesting to watch because she's in a different country. So at least you're getting like some kind of cultural kind of thing out of that. And it's also interesting to see like how somebody over there would approach making these types of videos compared to somebody over here. Uh, let's see what else. Bulldog delivers. Uh, Brian, he used to go by Instacart Bulldog. He's was a co-host on the new show quite a few times. He was in a bad accident uh, like a week or two ago, maybe three weeks ago. Um, 
so hopefully he said, you know, he told me he's okay. He just, um, you know, he's taking a little bit while to get back on his feet. So, uh, I liked him cause like he will actually do whatever his title and his thumbnail is. That's what he delivers on. So he like, will do either like a subject, like a training type thing or like an op-ed type thing. Um, let's see. Dash theory TV. I liked his cause he does fairly short videos and he, you know, it's fairly funny dash with ash in Canada. Same thing as Atlanta delivers, you know, mostly ride alongs, but uh, just interesting to see how it is in a different country and things like that. Dean is dashing that guy. He's very underrated. I was, I I'm sorry. I never got him on the interview show. Uh, he kind of reminds me of, I was going to say like what Bentley coop. Cause he pretty much only makes videos about DoorDash. Um, but he is very uh, based, I guess you could call it. Um, and he's very blunt with his approach. He doesn't like sugarcoat anything. So yeah, check out Dean is dashing. That guy's good. DoorDash Diaries. I mean, that's Bentley Coop's channel. It's funny. I subscribe to his channel, but I don't really hardly watch him anymore. He doesn't put out content as much as he used to. He seems to make like one video a month now. Um, so mostly I just watch him because like he's one of the biggest. It's well over 100,000 subs. Um, so if he puts something out, it's like, I want to watch it just to see what, you know, he's, he's doing, but again, he's pretty much regurgitating the same tips and tricks over and over and over again. And then he does every once in a while, he does like these kind of ride along videos day in the life. And it's, I, I find them very boring during wild, obviously Joe, who is, was the co-host on the Thursday morning or Thursday night show. Um, I do have some criticism for that, but you know, I'm not going to say that, um, uh, I will talk to him uh offline eli ash great great ride long videos and also the fact that he would only do them every once in a while and do tips and tricks but then he's kind of like me where he was like he like you know would quit for a while and come back and then quit and come back so i don't know what's going on with eli last video i saw he made a video called like how to make 500 every friday on gig apps and i'm like that's a pretty clickbaity title because um it's really how I, or well, how he makes $500 because he does a variety of apps and he's in a big, you know, metropolitan city, Minneapolis. So maybe he can uh, make $500 there in downtown Minneapolis. But yeah, I don't care what all the tips and tricks, you know, come to Orlando, you're not gonna make $500 on Friday, not without using a bot or something like that. Uh, let's see. Gig mom, Tony, her and I, we, we chat. We text all the time. Um, I like her channel because she does a little bit of everything where it's, you know, um, like some kind of app walkthrough and then it's also a ride along. It's also an op-ed. So a little bit of everything with her. She makes really good thumbnails. She just gets a little clickbaity, but um, she's got a nice balance of everything. So check out Gig Mom if you're not already watching her. Coop is a maniac. <laughs> well, Coop with a K. Um, yeah, I think... Bentley Coop, his his ego, his fame, so-called fame, I think has really gone to his head. He like his whole feud with uh DoorDash Dad, um, he, he treats YouTube as if it's like he's like some kind of rapper or something, like that kind of like street attitude of like um like what what goes on like in that the whole street kind of culture. Like like you think it's gonna apply one to one on the internet and it doesn't. He's he's actually giving me a hard time off camera but i'm not going to talk about that uh gig working at this is this girl she's an amazon actual w2 employee a driver 
so I watch her mostly because I want to see like what it's like on you know for the actual uh, W2 Amazon drivers. Gig Life, Lavaris. Uh, again, he does the day in the life ride along videos, but he only does them like maybe once a month. And, you know, they're entertaining enough to actually watch. It's the difference between him, like to take any random gig life video and then put it up against the Mushi Moo video. And it's a world of difference, you know. So, uh, yeah, check out gig life if you're not already watching. Hannibal, obviously, don't need to say anything more about that. Uh, he's great. Jacob Warren. He's really come a long way. Again, used to be just all standard. Okay, guys, I just got this order in. All right, now I'm walking to the restaurant door. Okay, now I'm walking from the restaurant door back to the car. Now I'm walking from the car back to the customer door. Now I'm walking from the customer door back to the car. Now I'm driving to the next restaurant. You know, like that, those types of ride-alongs, snooze fest. But he's really come along since then. And again, him, kind of like uh, Tony Gigmum, um, expanding more into kind of tips and tricks and a little bit of op-ed. So yeah, Jacob's really come a long way. Good. You know, I, I think he, he's going to go, he's going to go far. Kayla Ann, that's Nug's girlfriend, common law wife or whatever. Uh, seems like she doesn't put out as much content as she used to, but I mean, if you like Nug's, you're going to like Kayla. So that's all I got to say. Uh, who else is on here? Nug's obviously. <laughs> Nugs too much. Nugs has a second channel, but he only made a, a video on there on like months and months. I wish Nugs would uh, um, do more on his second channel, just because you know, it's the whole second channel is like to do stuff that's not gig related content. Um, yeah, but I mean, I when I first saw Nugs, I thought he was like one of these um, millennial millionaire type channels, um, like uh, what was that kid's name? Uh, I can't remember. There's there's people or like Reezy resells people who. Like they, they wrote, they got real big YouTube fame, uh, from like doing other stuff like Amazon FBA or, uh, you know, they're just like, they're just self-made like million. So I thought that's what Nugs was. I thought he was like an influencer and he was just like, cause the first video I saw of his, which I think is his most popular video is, uh, you know, how I made, you know, $800 doing DoorDash or 87 hour DoorDash work week, something like that. That's the one that, you know, made him brought him you know, nugs who he is. And then I started watching him and I realized, Oh, he's just a regular kid in Ohio doing DoorDash. Just he's an actual gig tuber. He's not some rich millennial millionaire. Although if he keeps making content the way he does, he will be. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what to say about nugs. I haven't already said, I mean, I think he's funny. Uh, I like that. He doesn't put out videos every goddamn day. You know, he does at least once a week. Um, you know, so props to nugs i mean he's very creative i wish i wish i was like a tenth of create creative as he is uh pedro um yeah so again kind of the the ride along the training the op-ed a little bit of everything again but i don't watch every video of pedro and like i don't watch his he does the like, live streams every sunday night again that is a perfect example of make this available as an audio podcast i would listen to it in the car but i'm not going to sit in front of the computer and watch a three-hour live stream of him taking calls it's just, it's just not going to happen uh let's see here real ride share stories chris grace uh who has been on this this channel uh, on the new show a few times uh you know if if you like a uh, harry campbell the ride share guy you're gonna like him especially if you're an uber or lyft driver he's a good one to watch he started out basically as dustin is driving like doing like kind of like the uh viral dash cam videos and he's 
basically he's kind of like this. He's kind of like Joe, except like he only talks about Uber and Lyft. He doesn't really get into uh, the rest of the gig economy. But I mean, if you're a rideshare driver, you should definitely be watching uh, real rideshare stories. Rideshare Rodeo, obviously. Um, it's funny. Well, I it's funny. I subscribe to his channel, but I don't actually. I don't really watch too many rideshare rodeo videos. I'm like, I'm just listening to all the audio podcasts. So um, yeah, Steve, I would kind of consider like a mentor uh, of mine. Uh, I know you, I can see you guys leaving tons of comments. I'm let me just get through this list and then I'll, I'll, I'll address Tanner. Um, I, we all know that Tanner was making, and like he admits, like he was making very clickbaity videos, like all his, like here's every, every Tanner thumbnail you've ever seen. <laughs> that's one thing that's one thing i don't like is when a creator like all their thumbnails are like 99 the same the only difference is like the shirt they're wearing or the color of the font you know like all of tanner's thumbnails are him in at the driver's seat and it's all just very very um hyperbolic titles um and also again kind of like the mushy moo type thing of it's a ride-along but i'm gonna insert some kind of lesson in here somewhere and then also, it's funny because Tanner just announced that he's retiring from doing DoorDash. Um, it, it's, basically, he's doing the same thing I'm doing where he's he's not going to nuke his channel. I mean, his channel is called Tanner Markley. It's not called uh, Daily Dash with Tanner Markley or something like that. I mean, Tanner, it, like his real his day job is doing an acrobatic show. He has the, the off-access uh, footwear company. Uh, he has a couple other things going on. So, uh, you know, he's a, he's a real great entrepreneur. I mean, like he'll, he's another, um, somebody that's, uh, you know, he'll be, he'll be in the next kind of like Gary V or, or one of those type guys. Uh, let's see here. But if you can tell, I'm going in alphabetical order. The Cheapster. I liked him. Um, he's pretty funny. Uh, really makes interesting videos. He, again, he doesn't put out videos like every five seconds, like some channels. He does like maybe once a week, once every other week. Um, and like his ride-alongs aren't really ride-alongs. It's more like, it's kind of like the, the your driver bike type style of like doing like these kind of tutorials. And also, uh, you know, it's funny cause like, uh, Chiefster, his real name's Kyle. I, he was on the show about a year ago. Um, you know, so he does like a lot of his videos, some of them every once in a while, they get like tens of thousands of views. I think he's got a couple that have over a hundred thousand views and then he'll just do a regular, you know, kind of vlog talking to the camera and get like not even a thousand views it's really weird how the uh the algorithm treats here the gig econ dog dog don formerly known as doordash diaries um i i always liked his um you know his he doesn't really do a ride along it's just him basically driving home talking to the camera um telling a story of like what happened that day you know he keeps it real i i know uh he's more interested in like doing football type content um, and he has done a few like produce videos. I like, he has, he's got the whole green screen thing. Um, you know, you can see, uh, we talked about that when he was on my show last year. Um, yeah. And he seems to be like, he's kind of stepping away from uh, gig work or at least, or gig tube, I should say. So I'll be, I'll be curious to see what happens with, with, uh, Derek. Uh, I mean, he'll always be DoorDash dad to me, the ride chair guy. Um, yeah, I mean, he's the original gig tuber, especially the original, you know, gig podcast uh, too. Uh, his most of his content, I, I would describe it as very basic, though. It's um, it's 
most of like what he does is meant for like kind of like new people if you're new to any the gig economy at all he's a great person to watch but it's very you know again very basic um and uh very tepid you know it's you're not going to get controversial you know uh, he doesn't engage in clickbait i will say that um but uh he he actually asked me to be a contributor to the show um uh, but i turned him down i like to stay independent so uh yeah i mean right here guy his channel his website his audio podcast it's great for newbies i think um that that's my main major criticism of of everything he does though is that it's it's a little too um basic and also like everything he does is um it's to get um some kind of uh affiliate marketing or like everything he does because i'm subscribed to his email newsletter and every single email newsletter is basically um like an advertorial or almost like an infomercial like in in an email form of where it looks like a blog or something but it's all just you know talk, it's talking about one particular app and it's like well if you like to sign up for this app use my link here you know um so i mean i think that's how harry makes most of his his money is off of uh, referrals to all these other apps things like that uh udm i you know i talked about him before he's one of the original uh gig tube one of the original gig tubers um he's you know he's he had covid real bad last year or two years ago i forget what it was um, his channel has under, undergone a few uh, major changes in the last year or two. I don't, I don't really know what's going on with him. He hasn't put out as much content as he used to. But um, yeah, uh, if, if UDM would make a consistent weekly, like every you know certain day and time, um, and then also make it available as an audio podcast, I would definitely be watching that. But um, you know, he's been really irregular lately. And then finally, Zach drives fast. Um, yeah, he's. Kind of reminds me of like uh, Pedro or uh, Cheapster or something like that. He just basically or DoorDash Dad would just kind of like talks to the camera as like a, uh, you know, as a op-ed or whatever. Um, so yeah, if I if if I, if I didn't mention them, I don't watch them. I don't watch Jen the Go anymore. Her channel started out basically kind of like this channel of like Instacart tips and tricks, and then basically became you know propaganda for Gig Workers Collective or Gig Workers Rising. Just all these you know democratic socialist talking points of you know all the gig apps are evil but so i always i thought she was very hypocritical because our whole channel her claim to fame is that is the instacart you know walkthroughs tips and tricks and then but those are from years ago and if you watch our current stuff it's all about how evil instacart is or how evil you know insert gig company here is because you know you know i, I don't want to get into the whole political thing here but she doesn't she doesn't know economics where's uh i don't know if jen if you're watching but economics in one lesson you could google this google economics one lesson free pdf you can get this book literally for free um i think even the, the mises institute will actually send you a hard copy if you want but if you just google economics in one lesson free pdf you get a free pdf um and uh everybody should read that no matter what your political <laughs> Suasions are how about van um i don't really watch i mean i watch van more like on tiktok because again like all his videos are the same it's all just him um showing these sh terrible offers on his phone um uh, so i mean van's he's kind of more in the tiktok than the youtube space 
and he also does like you know um live ride-alongs in the last like two three hours i don't so i, I have no interest in that same thing with like mr flex i have no interest in watching a two three hour um ride along uh, let's see i've been making videos yeah i take them out really bad I, yeah i'm sorry i don't i haven't watched your channel in a long time generally go i quit watching yeah i can't you know who it's funny ironically enough i kind of miss joe gig he was he reminded me a lot of like gig life the way his videos were and then he made that video blast and me and hannibal like last october november um and then he he never really <laughs> recovered from that said so his last video was on the super bowl of this year he isn't i don't know what happened to him actually you know if, if something bad happened to him i feel bad but um steve said my channel is the opposite i see forever <laughs> i think he's joking there uh, let's see. I'm going way back up here. So, uh, are you still keeping the other podcast? No, this, I already, I already addressed this one. This is the last video and audio podcast. What are your next projects goals? All right. So yeah, I'm glad you asked. So, um, like I said, I still do Chad's reviews every once in a while. It's they're totally spontaneous. I don't plan them out. Uh, just subscribe to Chad's reviews, click the bell notification. Cause I do, I do live stream the beer reviews, um, which I wish I had known about that 10 years ago. Well, actually, we didn't really have the ability to do that last 10 years ago, but um, it's just so much easier to just turn my phone, turn live on and then just, you know, review the beer as I'm drinking it live and then end, end the the stream. No editing involved. Um, so I, like I said, so I do beer reviews once in a while to uh, Chad's beer reviews. Um, so I don't know what I was thinking is I might rebrand this channel as just Chad Poland's, but I don't know. I, I don't really have any other plans for something that I, I want to make videos about. I could, like I said, I could rebrand it as Chad Poland's and maybe like re-upload my Batman reviews from like 10 years ago. But actually I know if I watch them now, I'd be like cringing, like, Oh, why did I say like, I, I probably look like a dork or whatever. So I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to nuke the channel. This channel is not going away. It's just there's no new content coming to it. Maybe if something like super major breaking happens, um, you know, I'll talk about it. Another thing is that, like, Steve, if you're still watching, I'm happy to be a panelist on your uh, uh, roundtable podcast. Same thing with Jason at Gig Economy Podcast. You need a third or fourth or whatever. You know, anybody who wants me to just sit in where I don't have to like do anything, I don't have to, all I do is just show up. I don't have to edit, but uh, yeah. So one of the reasons like I'm editing the podcast is because it's just such a pain in the ass. I'm sorry, but it is. It's like, like I said, I get the Google alerts, um, you know, and I, it takes me literally an hour, sometimes 90 minutes, sometimes two hours. Like I'm sitting here and it's the first thing I'm doing in the morning is I fire up the computer, check my mail, I got the Google alerts there, but I have them like on so many topics, you know, Byte Squad, Deliveroo, obviously Uber, Lyft, TaskRabbit, Instacart, just gig economy, gig worker, delivery driver, last mile delivery, um, just tons and tons of uh, topics. And, uh, you know, so I try to read like whatever is relevant. And like I'll put a, I had a uh, Word document where I would copy and paste the links for the most relevant news of the time. And I would tweet everything. Um, whether it was relevant or not. I mean, it's just, it's Twitter, but um, yeah, Logan, show the world yourself. He wants his, uh, 
I know what he wants. He wants his uh, midnight snack. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm happy to uh, collab with anyone. If all you need me to do is just show up and talk, uh, I'm I'm like just so sick of editing, so sick of writing. You know, maybe if like <laughs> I, I forget who I was telling this to, but I was like, you know, I need like a a, a wife who is like a professional video editor or somebody who like really, really genuinely enjoys making videos. Like I know like Eli and Nugs, I think really enjoy making videos. If I was roommates with one of them or their friends, um, you know, or so, like, I just, I don't have the passion for video making that they do. That's why I switched to doing live stream podcasts because I don't have to edit anything. I don't have to write anything. I mean, there's still definitely preparation, of having to uh, curate all the news stories and stuff like that. But um, just, uh, I know I probably could get tons of views if I started, if I remade all my Instacart training videos, I just don't have the the patience or the mental energy to sit down and do them. All right, so let's see some of these other ones. Um, Driver Mike was the original for me. Yeah. Uh, uh, he just recycles all his content though. Like go back and watch some of his old stuff. He's basically saying the same thing in 2019. He was saying today, uh, it's the same content over and over again. Videos. Yeah. I'm not sure who he's referring to. I mean, these, these comments are like a half hour old. Sorry. Lou and Mary, New Jersey. I think you mean, uh, Lou and Mary, they're in long Island, not New Jersey. Although, uh, a lot of people will tell you there isn't much of a difference between long Island and Jersey. Yeah, I don't. I never could get into their channel because I I saw their upload times were like 30, 40, 50 minutes, and I'm not, you know, that just that runtime turns me off. You want to have that long of a runtime, like that's like Hollywood qualities type stuff, you know. If it was, and it's not like it's it's a visual. The their ride-alongs are visual, so they wouldn't. They can't just put them as an audio podcast and listen to them. It's not the same thing. So, I know they've been on with uh, Steve rideshare rodeo a few times um i don't always agree with everything they say but you know i mean they're just i'm sorry they're just they're not bad people they're just not for me and i haven't really watched enough of their videos to like critique their videos or whatever so you know i've tried because i'm from new york and they're in long island we're in the same state or at least it used to be but um they, they just weren't in my cup of tea so that's I'm not gonna dunk on them like 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 Jen on the Go or Joe Gig something like that. Uh, let's see, Sarah Elizabeth. Oh yeah, um, I kind of have mixed feelings about Sarah Elizabeth. She's um, makes very basic stuff, kind of like she's kind of like kind of like the female your driver Mike, uh, basically, and also I mean doing the same ride-alongs every day. She makes her video titles and thumbnails are very clickbaity. It's also it's like the Mushi Moo type style of the the ride along video with the op ed in it, or just the one the one crazy thing that happened during the day, and that is the that makes up the thumbnail and the the title of the video, and so like you're you're watching it thinking that the whole video is going to be about it, and then like you're just watching regular you know ride along content of just okay, guys, I'm walking to the restaurant. Okay, I'm walking back to the car. Okay, I'm walking from the car to the house. Okay, I'm walking from the house to the car. You know, that type of stuff. Um, very, very boring. Um, I asked Sarah to be on the the interview show a few times. She turned me down. Um, 
you know, so I, again, I watch her stuff once in a while, but I, I actually haven't watched her in a while. That's why she wasn't on the list of people I subscribe to. Again, not that she's a bad, she, I'm definitely a better YouTuber than I am getting, you know, tons of views. But again, her, Jen Legault, uh, Megan, some other people that I think make uh, rather mediocre content, they they have a huge audience because they're attractive women, you know. <laughs> uh it's you call it pretty privilege or you know pretty advantage or whatever um that i think that that's the the huge uh that uh, a few like back in february or something like that like uh jen flipped out on me because i said you know if if jen on the go looked like susan boyle <laughs> you never would have heard of her <laughs> so um yeah um let's see Chris Barnes said, "Gig Tetris, dude. Nugs, Gig Life, DoorDash Diaries. Yeah, um, Gig Tetris, dude. He's interesting. He used to go. I forgot what his channel was originally called, Instacart Twisters or whatever. Uh, I asked him to be on the show a few times. He always ignored my emails. I think he actually blocked me at one point or something. Um, I think it, like we met in a Facebook group." It was one of the ones that was led by Working Washington or Gig Workers, one of those, you know, Bernie Sanders type ones. And um, we got an argument over something. And uh, I think he's he's blocked me and ignored me ever since. He, he's good for if you want Instacart tips and tricks. But uh, again, it's just the same. Like, it's just him as he's driving, like with lots of noise in the background, trying to teach something. Like, he, he's making like these really. Um, you know, not professionally made videos. So, I mean, yeah, Geek Teachers, dude, I mean, I guess he, he's fine if you're new to Instacart, you want tips and tricks, but I, I haven't watched him in a while, so I don't, I don't really know what he's up to. Uh, will you go back to doing any... Well, yeah, uh, all my beer content is on my other channel, Chad's Beer Reviews, or you moving away from YouTube in general. Yeah, I mean, so, but the, the Chad's Beer Reviews is just... It's they're totally random. I might do them like five days in a row, or I might do them like once every three months. So go to Chad's Beer Reviews, subscribe, click the bell icon. And again, I do them live. So you know, if you click the bell icon and you see them doing them live, you can watch my review live and you can talk with me as I'm reviewing the beer. How about Van? Oh, yeah, I already talked about that. Um, yeah, it's funny. I actually have Van's phone number. But um, him and I, you know, like like I said, he's more of a TikToker than a YouTuber. I think that's his. He works as as a TikTok thing. I I just never really got into TikTok. That that algorithm is completely crazy. I can't tell you how many times, like on the 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 news podcast, where me and Joe or me and Hannibal or whoever, I would find some video that was on the Daily Dot or whatever that went viral, and we watch it, and it's like five seconds long, and it's not funny at all, and and it gets like ten million views. I'm like, how the hell did ten million people think this was funny? I'm being a little hyperbolic, but even like. Even like, you know, a hundred thousand views for like these these videos that aren't funny, they're not really interesting, they're just kind of like something unusual. Um yeah, I, I just don't really get TikTok and I don't really like the whole YouTube shorts thing either. It's just that's it's not a thing to watch while you're sitting on the shitter or when you're laying in bed right before you're about to go to bed, you know, just go through those shorts. But uh I like these, you know, like the Basically, I like the videos that are in landscape mode. If they're in portrait orientation, it's 
it's probably not going to do a lot for me. I'm sorry if I just sound like a ranting old man, like Grandpa Simpson or something. But um, the whole point of this last call and the whole ask me anything was ask me anything and I'll be brutally honest. I have nothing to lose. You know, you know, I'm not trying to like pick fights with people. Um, I mean, I'm sure people will perceive it as that. And I'm sure I'm going to get comments, um, you know, like, haha, so long sucker. You're quitting because you nobody wants you or whatever. It's, you know what? You're actually right. That's, that's, that's a hundred percent right. Haters. You know, I am quitting because not, no, not nobody, but not enough people like me to make this, uh, lucrative as a real side hustle or as certainly not as a career, like nugs can make a career, uh, as a gig tuber. I, I cannot, I, uh, you know, your driver, Mike, uh, DoorDash diaries, rideshare guy, obviously, um, they have a big enough following that where they can, they could, if they wanted to get by just doing gig tube videos, but, uh, not, not me. What are your thoughts on cars and cribs? I've watched that guy a few times. He's always yelling at the camera. I'm like, why are you yelling at me? <laughs> I watched him. Yeah. I watched him like once or twice. And I was just like, this dude's just yelling. Just, uh, it's not for me. I like Marley D. It's funny. She's actually not too far from me. She's in a popka. And I asked her to be on the show. I've mess I've commented on a bunch of her videos, but I mean, hers were, you know, kind of like Sarah Elizabeth, just the same old ride along every day. Nothing exciting happens. Um, so it's, I'm sorry. It's not, not interesting enough for me. Uh, let's see. Instagram. Yeah. He used to be, he used to be a pro baseball player, minor league. Hmm. Well, it's kind of, that's quite a, to go from being even a minor league ball player to an Instacart shopper. Um, Eric said, I appreciate you. Yeah. I mean, Eric is the gig tube groupie gig tuber groupie. What happened to uh, John McCallion? He used to be the gig tube groupie. Uh, I think he, he's actually like producing uh, Jason Teary's gig economy podcast now. And he, he's on with, uh, with Steve on Rancher rodeo a lot. Um, yeah. So, I mean, not that I don't like John. I do. I have all his, Actually, I got a few of his books up here. Sorry, they're so thin you can't see them. Where is it? Here it is. Is this the other one? Here, here's one of his other ones. Entrepreneur Chichi. The one about the college I gave to my nephew because he is uh, going to college. Speaking of beer, here is the. Uh, the 2021 BJCP style guidelines. So uh, <clears throat> if you like beer, if you want to be a beer judge, download this PDF. It's free. It did cost me like almost $30 to go over to Kinko's. Well, it's FedEx office now um, to have this printed out in a hard copy and bound. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I always love beer. I still enjoy every night going on untapped and putting it on Instagram. Uh, speaking of which, um, so I'm again, I'm not going to nuke my Instagram. I'm probably not going to nuke my Twitter either. I'm just, I deleted the Twitter. It's funny. I deleted my Twitter app the, the morning that uh, the whole road versus Wade thing came out. And I'm glad I did. Cause I was like, Oh my God, I can't even imagine, you know, how people on Twitter were flipping out about that thing. Um, John's building his channel, not gig related. Yeah. I, yeah, I've seen that. Um, but I don't really, it's, that kind of motivational speaker type thing. Um, you know, I don't, it doesn't really do much for me. 
Are you going to the conference? Are you talking about Pedro's conference? Uh, no, I'm not doing that because, well, first of all, uh, Pedro is not marketing it as a gig tuber conference. He's marketing it as a gig worker conference. Um, it's nice that it's free, but I mean, it's only one day and it's outside and I'm not flying all the way to St. Louis, um, for a one day, one day thing that's outside, you know, <laughs> if it rains and it, what, what I'm a little nervous about with that thing, because he's calling it a gig worker. As soon as you put the word worker in there is that you're going to attract um, very left people because worker and communist socialists all, you know, go together. So I guarantee you uh, people from like gig workers, collective working Washington, um, rideshare drivers, United, some, you know, all these very leftist pro union pro AB five organizations. I, I think some of those people are going to show up there because they're going to think, that it's going to be something like that. Or maybe even if they know that it's not, which actually I don't really know what the intention of, of that whole conference is other than to just kind of bullshit around. Um, um, they're going to be either passing out their own propaganda, paraphernalia or whatever, or you know, they might make it disruptive. I don't know. I, I, I hope I'm wrong. It could just be a regular old conference of you know a couple hundred people um in a tent all i will say is i would recommend pedro have some security there i mean hopefully you won't need it but um you just never know now if he had called it a gig tuber conference or something like that just don't use the word worker you know worker is is not gonna attract a, cl a great class of people uh let's see it really is about meeting people we have to get to know over a pandemic now meet face to face is that I mean in the conference or music city gig club? I'm not going either too busy. Yeah. I mean, Pedro said it's going to be live stream on YouTube. So yeah, I'll check it out on YouTube. Um, but you know, it's just, I can't, you know, I actually looked into getting a hotel and flight and like that alone, those two things right there would have cost probably like 500 bucks. And then, depending on how long I was going to, I mean, it's just, I don't know. I just can't imagine. I just can't justify spending 500 bucks to fly to St. Louis for uh, 24 hours and flying right back. You know, I know like Nugs and Hannibal and, you know, a lot of other gig tubers are going to be there. But um, if it was like a three day conference, like in a hotel, like, yeah, then I could do it. Cause like that kind of reminds me like when I, in the heydays of Chad's beer views, there's a thing called the beer bloggers conference where they've had beer reviewers beer bloggers from all over the country all over the world and they said actually they stopped doing it last year or two years ago because of covid they just never got brought it back um i went to two of them one was in boston which was great for me because i lived in albany at the time and i could just drive i mean i still had to get a hotel and then they also had one in tampa which was even better because i lived in lakeland at the time and i was actually able to commute so i was able to you know just drive from lakeland to tampa and then you know You'd get really drunk and then I would just kind of hang around and sober up and then drive back. Um, so I didn't need a hotel room. Um, if there was something like that, like if you could make it like two, three days, have it indoors, um, have, you know, have like real panels in there, have like real events or something. Um, that's something that I could get behind. I mean, like Harry Campbell, he has a, his, uh, curbivore, uh, conference like that. I, I don't know if it's two or three days, but I mean, it's, 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 Pedro, if you're watching or somebody can relay this to Pedro, um, Pedro said, and I, well, I know Pedro does videos for Harry's uh, rideshare guy channel. So, you know, maybe that's 
maybe that's where Pedro got the inspiration from is from uh, Harry's Kerberbore conference or something. New come out for GBA. Yeah. I've, I've always wanted to go out there. Um, I probably could like get certified as a judge, but I mean, I still have to, I, I assume you still have to pay for your own airfare and hotel and all that stuff. So I don't know. I'm just not, um, yeah, he's on the great American beer festival. Yeah. It's just, it's like probably the biggest beer festival in the world. The problem is, um, the GABF is very West coast dominated. There aren't too many East coast and Southern breweries out there. It's all Colorado and California and, you know, Portland, um, you know, West coast breweries out there. Um, so if geek WC show, we'll bounce them. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> good luck with that. I mean, if you're making this available, I mean, you got to talk to lawyers too, because you're making this open to the public or whatever. And you kick people out if they haven't actually done anything. I mean, I guess if they just, I don't know, talk to a lawyer. All right. So I've been going an hour and 12 minutes, almost an hour and 13. I think I said everything I wanted to say. Um, you know, like I said, I'm basically I'm ending the, just kind of walking away from the channel. Like I said, I'm not going to nuke the channel um, unless for some reason, like, oh, speaking of which, so, I really, really, really buried the lead here. I kind of want like the whole gig economy thing is I definitely expect a crash crap, like a 2008 type crash to happen specifically to the gig economy, like later this year, maybe next year. Um, that's something that I've, I've noticed, I've noticed from, you know, getting the Google alerts for the last every day for the last year. Um, Lyft is going downhill. I mean, they're all all a lot all the gig app companies all their stock prices ha have been tanking lyft has been really terrible um waiter slash bite squad slash delivery dudes is really terrible um like waiter last time i checked it was like 14 or 15 cents a stock a share just eat takeaway that's a doordash or not doordash uh, grubhub's parent company um, they got delisted off the NASDAQ and they're, I mean, they're trying to dump, um, to Grubhub. Grubhub is so awful. I had Grubhub turned on for three hours yesterday and I didn't get a single order. I didn't even get an order so bad that I reject. I just didn't get any orders at all. And I had, gig, I had uh, all the gig apps on today. I had like, again, same thing. I had, I was on for like probably six hours. I was on basically like, no, probably just, like seven hours from like 1230 to like, 637 something like that i got like two or three grubhub boards i will say i did take one so it was 16 dollars and it was totally worth it but i mean grubhub is absolute garbage lyft 15 dollars 89 cents uber 22.86 what's doordash 71.20 all right doordash came back a little um yeah i just i don't see uh i see i i see a lot of these companies folding I don't think any, like, they're just, maybe somebody will buy them, but like, it, it'll be just eat takeaway over, all over again. They'll buy it and they'll think that they can, you know, make something lucrative that, you, you know, but it's not. It's like, if you're going to buy Grubhub, you're basically buying two things. You're buying the rights to the intellectual property and the customer database. That's about it. And obviously, I mean, like the software and stuff like that. But I mean, it's like the, the difference between buying like a, a, a service, you know, app based thing like that. Like the difference between like buying that and like an actual like store or chain or something like there's no, 
there's no hardware there's no logistics there's no factories there's no stores you know um i don't know i i think lyft bite squad uh, are very very vulnerable uh uber is actually very vulnerable vulnerable um same thing you know it's funny uh i had uber eats turn on all day i don't think i got like I didn't do a single Uber Eats order all day. I mean, I definitely got a few orders, but they're all they're all garbage. They're all three, four dollar orders. People are not tipping anymore. People at least tip a little sometimes on DoorDash. So I did make about forty bucks on DoorDash today. Uh, Instacart is very vulnerable. Um, I only made like forty dollars in Instacart. I I so missed the heydays of Instacart, like twenty nineteen. Where I just would do Instacart all day, every day. I didn't need to turn on any other apps. Um, and that, that was before they had the stupid open queue where they would just send orders to you. Um, the, the only problem with that is that I would keep end up further and further away from home and I have to deadhead home like 20, anywhere from like 20, like 50 miles at the end of the day. But I was still like $200 a day, you know? So having a deadhead home 50 miles after having made 200 isn't too bad. Um, but, um, yeah, so yeah, Grubhub sucks here. I'm waiting for Lyft to buy a food app. Mm. I, Lyft doesn't have any money. Lyft is like so broke. Uh, all these woke corporations, anybody, any corporation that's like Lyft is one of the worst, you know, a lot of the, these companies, they've like, especially with the whole Roe Ro versus Wade overturn thing last week. Um, so many companies have gone out and say like on the record that like they'll, pay for if one of their employees um wants to get an abortion in a state that where it's outlawed they will pay for them to fly to uh, a state where it's legal and, and tim pool is talking about this today actually he's saying you know why they do that because it's a hell of a lot cheaper to pay for uh, an employee to have an abortion than it is to have them go on maternity leave for two three months yeah i mean it's also and it's also woke um you know, virtual signaling, all the ESG and all that stuff. Hey, Brian Bulldog delivers is here. What is the biggest app related earnings day you've ever had? Um, well, I guess technically you could say the day that I worked 24 hours, I made like $450 that day, but I mean, I did work 24 hours. Um, but yeah, I've definitely had, I've definitely had several lately and actually been doing surprisingly well doing over $200. I don't think I've, I don't have really had a $300 day in a long time. I and mean, you have to make $30 an hour and keep that consistently going for 10 hours or, you know, you have to be making like $40 an hour for um, what, like eight hours or something, but go woke, go broke. Yeah. Get, it's, it should be get woke, go broke. That's what uh, Tim pool says, man, I'm losing my voice. Cause I haven't drank anything. I finished my beer a while ago. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So I think that about wraps it up. Don't ask me how much I'm in a day. Almost a thousand. Not in Orlando, you didn't. <laughs> um, that's another thing is uh, I am thinking about moving to Daytona Beach just for the Amazon Flex out there. There's a, a warehouse out there. The base pay is $21 an hour. And if you wait, the, the like they'll keep increasing the payouts. And I have seen them, like I've said this a million times, but I'll say it again. I have seen them go as high as $50 an hour. I mean, it's really rare, but I have seen it happen. Uh, on Saturday and Sunday nights, a lot of times they'll go up to like $30, $35 an hour because nobody wants to do um, Amazon Flex on a, on a Saturday or Sunday night because I'd much rather do Grub Dash Eats. Um, actually, and I have done Grub Dash Eats out at the beach, 
But um, um, again, I I'm noticing like you know I have Uber Uber Eats Grubhub turned on, hardly any offers, and if I do, they're all garbage, base pay, no tip. And again, DoorDash people love DoorDash for some reason. Um, I don't know what it is, but uh, people love DoorDash. So I mean, that's why they have over fifty percent market share. You said ask you anything, boxers or briefs. <laughs> I wear uh, boxer briefs, so both, I guess you could say. And when I'm running, I have like these, like kind of like spandex ones that like go almost all the way down to my knee, um, so you don't get chafed while you're running. Grub warps. I will be here. Chat. We will be here. Going to do Saturday night live stream sometime. Yeah. Well, again, I'm not doing a live stream. If only five people are going to show up, even when I do the Geek Two podcast, you know. Everybody's really, really chatty the first 10, 15 minutes, and everybody just disappears. So, um, yeah, I if I had an audience base that was big enough and, like, consistent enough, but, you know, I'm not going to keep the channel going for freaking Grub Warp and uh, Eric Perrick. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm not keeping my, my channel going just for two people. I, and here's the part where I could scold you guys, be like, well, did you – have you shared this channel with anybody? You know, like you guys love this channel. Maybe you could bring two people in. And then if those people bring two people in and then those people bring two people in, you know, and so on and so forth. But um, yeah, so I don't know. I just, I'm not willing to do like the clickbaity type stuff. Um, you know, I'm not the ugliest dude in the world, but I'm certainly not like any Viking type dude. You know, I'm very, I'm very average looking. I'm aware of my, uh, position on the uh, the uh, pecking order or whatever. Um, you know, I'm 45 and still single. What does that tell you? So, um, yeah, so I don't know. I just don't really have anything to offer, really anything. So as far as my long-term plans, gig work and all that stuff, I am going to just keep writing out gig work as long as I can. Like I said, I'm expecting a crash coming. And I definitely noticed like all the apps are much slower than they used to be. But if I fire up all nine of them or whatever, let's see. I, I've showed this on other apps. So actually, I've deleted a few. So Amazon Flex, Corner Shop, Curry, Dispatch. I had Dispatch on all day and didn't get a single offer. DoorDash, Grubhub, Instacart, Rody, Spark. Oh, that's a, Spark's a good one. Well, it can be a good one. And then Uber. Um, although I only do Uber Eats, I don't do rideshare drives anymore. Um, I also found that I don't really need Para anymore. Um, uh, Para, it's funny because Para is kind of like the iPhone equivalent of driver's utility helper. It's just like as soon as a Grubdash Eats order comes in, it'll you see the thing on the top that tells you the breakdown of the mileage and the estimated time and all that stuff, which is great. And uh, I, maybe DoorDash might not be hiding the tips anymore. I had two offers today. One for ten dollars and one for fourteen fifty, which I almost never see double digit offers anymore, because <clears throat> when the tips are that high, they always hide the tip. But I so I had a ten dollar one today. It was uh, I think it was like three fifty base pay, six fifty tip, and the fourteen fifty one was um, same thing, like six fifty tip, eight dollar base base pay, or vice versa, and like I was expecting to see after completion, like the actual payout and that didn't happen on either of them. So, um, I don't know. Maybe DoorDash isn't behind the tips anymore or something. I don't know. Uh, two for four, four for eight. Sounds like a pyramid. 
Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like if you if you refer the show, if you get, if you can get two people to watch this channel, and then those two people can get two people to watch this channel, and so on. But um, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I don't know. This channel just is not growing on word of mouth. That's that's for sure. So anyway, I guess that about wraps it up. If you watch all the way to the end, you're awesome. Um, if you're listening on the audio podcast, thank you. Um, sorry for all the ums and the stammering and stuttering and all that stuff. But um, yeah, thanks for watching, everybody. Um, if you just can't get enough of Chad in your life, again, I have my other channel, Chad's Beer Reviews. I'm on Untapped. Um, I will keep my... I'm if you and again if you can't get enough of me, I have my own personal Instagram. It's Instagram.com slash Chad Poland. So I put a link in the show notes. So uh, you know, I post it's supposed to be pictures of me, my cats, my beer, something like that. I'm probably like, I'm not gonna nuke the GigTube uh Twitter or Instagram. I might nuke the tw- TikTok though. Uh just do not trust TikTok, it's just Chinese spyware. Um yeah, uh t- I just I don't get the appeal of TikTok, it's it's too. I mean, I thought I had a short attention span because like I can't watch a 30, 40 minute Pedro video, but I, also a thirty second dancing video like is the opposite. I'm just like it's something I don't have the patience for. I just don't have the like the it doesn't appeal to me at all. You know, some some things on TikTok and, and YouTube Shorts are actually legit funny, but like they're few and far between because it's like it's. It's just a sea of crap out there. And every once in a while, you find the diamond that's actually legit funny. It's like stuff that goes viral. Well, maybe not on TikTok, but, um, you know, I, I used to think like something went viral, went viral for a reason, at least like on YouTube. That's how it is. But uh, you, like I said, on TikTok, a five second video of a guy who just couldn't figure out how to open a door, we get 10 million views. And like the Daily Dot and Newsweek will write about it. And like, you know, I'll be like, that's it. That wasn't funny at all. All right, so I'm rambling. Thanks for watching, and I will see you guys whenever. All right, bye.